evening, boys and ghouls. Welcome to the spooky I'll Give You an Hour special. Ooh. Your host today <laughs> are Ghoulie Gary and Terrifying Terry. That's oh. not your name. You're threatening. It's threatening. <laughs> yes. Um, so during this month, you might expect us to talk about more spooky subjects. <laughs> but I don't do spooks. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's easily terrified. Watch this. Boo! Ah! Boo! Boo! <laughs> Gets him every time. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna kickstart this off by um, by revealing. Uh, today is a spooky little subject. Yeah, Garrett. Garrett can be a little spicy sometimes, but I'm more of a vanilla bean boy. Yeah, I see him all the time. Uh, go to like a, a Cajun restaurant and said, "I'll eat the menu." What spicy <laughs> level would you like? I'd like black pepper, <laughs> please. That's what I said. Um, but Trenton, I, I need to hold on to your hats because uh, what what the subject matter we're going to talk about today is in that drawer right there. Ow. Freaking your finger! Look at your freaking face! It's a jagged like. Yeah, it's just stabbed into my phone. I have witch's claws. VHSs? No, keep going. Keep going. No, no, keep opening it. Goosebumps! It's goosebumps! Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I picked the worst one. Yeah, it was slappy. Freak me! That was scary. That's the scariest art I've ever seen. Have you not seen the art? That's the scariest art I've ever seen yeah. on any of the covers. Look yeah. at this. Yeah. What the freak is that? Uh, Not scary. Yeah. Not scary. Yeah. That's downright cute. Yeah. That's just skeletons. Yeah. Freaking, what, Halloween party? <laughs> Trick or treat. Are and Slappy me? really scared you. Look at it. Yeah, it's a dummy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh God. Well, you, That's you... no dummy, man. Oh. Wait, one second, one second. I got more books. I got more books. Let me get more books. I can use this time to plan my freaking escape from this room. The windows are locked. The closet leads nowhere. The bathroom is... Uh, he doesn't clean it often enough. I'm not going in there. I might be screwed. I think, I mean... I think I can do Goosebumps. I'm not usually that scared of it. I remember seeing Goosebumps, uh, Night of the Living Dummy when I was a child. That was pretty scary, but none of the other ones really... I'm back with more That's Goosebumps. so many books. I have a lot of <laughs> Goosebumps books. Oh, jeez. I thought, we, we pulled like, we pulled seven books out of the thing, and I was like, wow, he's got a lot of Goosebumps books. He just brought a stack that was three times that size. I have half of the original series. What the freak, dude? Uh, color me obsessed. Here, let's look at these pictures. So, wait, 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 wait. Before we do this, we, um, Trenton, do you have any place you gotta be? And maybe an hour? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what our podcast is about. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of doing some role-playing games in an hour or so. Yeah? Is that right? Yeah. That one's actually, actually true. Actually, you're going to be <laughs> I'm also too. part of it, yeah. Yeah, so. So we got to actually kind of hurry this up. So, um, in ex- so I'll give you an hour. Yeah, in exactly one hour we have to do that because it starts at... Three and it's currently two oh two, so I'm gonna go ahead and start I'm, the timer. I'm the GM. Okay, but yeah, we have some Goosebumps books written by R.L. Stein in the nineties. Oh, real stinny. How well traversed are you in the series? Look, not scary. Haunted school, not scary. Best friends invisible, not scary. The blob that ate everyone. That's kind of that's kind of likable. Egg, <laughs> likable. Yeah. Egg monster kind of, Mars. He's, he's gooey. That looks like freaking monsters, Inc. How to kill a monster? Not scary. Headless ghost. I wouldn't like to see that, but at the same time, kind of likable. Shocker on Shark Street. That looks ridiculous. Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Uh. Okay. Phantom of the Auditorium. That's literally just anal beads. <laughs> That's gooey worms. They're, they're worms. No, they're not. <laughs> they are worms. They're freaking segmented into little balls. Okay? <laughs> it's not a worm, Segmented Garrett. into Carl little Stein's balls. a kinky little fricker. <laughs> That's just a cute wolf. He looks nice. Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Uh. <laughs> he found one that oh freaked my, him out. No, this guy looks like a freaking gross. Look at him. 
That little girl should be more afraid of him <laughs> over whatever he's doing. She needs to only His see hands him. are huge. Look at his, how big his hands <laughs> are. Yowie hands. You can palm her head like a basketball. Jesus. Golly. That's just a mummy. Curse of the mummy's tomb. Looks like freaking... Monster blood. It's just fine. Stay in the basement. That's fine. That's literally a house. <laughs> Welcome to Dead House. And that's feet. So, so, <laughs> you love it. That's shoes, yeah. Uh, okay, so so Goosebumps... The only, the only cover that was scary is the freaking Night of the Living Dummy. <laughs> it's not freaking... What the heck? So, yeah, I got... That's I, the one I pulled out of the whole collection. That's the one I pulled first. <laughs> Did you set it up that way? This is how you get you, your sick kicks? I, I really didn't think you were going to be Ghoulish Gary? <laughs> So, like, Goosebumps has always been, like, a big part of my life. Uh, so <laughs> that explains a lot. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I think it does. I think if you grew up as a big Goosebumps fan, you have, like, an aura of filth around you. I always you. wondered why you had, like, four knuckles on each finger, and you walk <laughs> with a hunch, and your hair is, like, long, stringy, and white. Yeah, I, I'm just like, I am the abominable snowman of Pasadena. That's just me. <laughs> Pasadena. That's a book. <laughs> okay. I was like, we don't live in Pasadena. Um, okay, so let me talk real quick about my Goosebumps obsession and how it started. Um, sure. my, my fall from grace with the Goosebumps series, and Reveal now this me. is my re- revival. Okay, so when I was very little, I was on the bus. I had no friends. You know, I w- just let me just make a, a observation. No. I don't think I've ever talked about my past like, no. as a subject of one of the episodes. No. But multiple of your episodes have been about your past. Yeah. Maybe that just means I'm a boring person. <laughs> And I haven't had many experiences. You are or maybe it means shut up, okay? <laughs> While you were sitting in a classroom twiddling your D, okay? I was playing I was, Mario. I was at no. I was exploring abandoned, burned out houses and like climbing trees. <laughs> well, I was reading about Goosebumps books. You were a protagonist of a Goosebumps book. Correct. <laughs> I really was. There was one point where there was like a bunch of broken glass and stuff, and we had to get there, but I have, wasn't wearing shoes. But I was the strongest kid there, so I one of the other kids there just took his shoes off. I put them on my feet, but they only fit like halfway, and then I yeah. got him on my back, and we used that to walk <laughs> through the the rubble. What until kind we made of third-person like, shooter adventure were you living? It's pretty fun. He had a slingshot, and he was shooting the ghouls that were coming out of the trees at us. <laughs> you played grab to the ghoulies in real life. You Once were... again, you were studying math. <laughs> I was slaying zombies, okay? <laughs> um... So, like, yeah, how this whole thing started was I had no friends in school when I, when I was in elementary school. I got beat up all the time. I was the, I was the fat kid that they were like, beat that one up. And, uh, and <laughs> well, I... you're so likable now. You have so many friends. I mean, you have me. That's right. I mean, I, I'm your only friend. But. Um, but you don't beat me up, which is a big improvement. Uh, Except for those episodes. <laughs> you're right. Never mind. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like school. <laughs> But I don't hate you. <laughs> no, I beat you up I do out it out of love. Out of love. Right. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I won't um, interrupt anymore. Oh, it's fine. You, you absolutely can. It's part of the show. Okay. It's part of the allure is the fact that you barely learn anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Yeah, that's why we took off the education tag. <laughs> um, but when I was uh, at school, I, I was taking the bus home. The person I usually talk to on the bus who... Like, was my friend uh, that beat me up on the bus. He was uh, uh, Tyler. Uh, Tyler used to beat me up on the bus all the time. But he wasn't there to beat me up. So I was kind of by myself and lonely. Mm. Um, and then I found a Goosebumps book um, that was on the ground. It said, Welcome to Camp Nightmare. And when I saw the cover, I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. The artwork of Goosebumps books, they, they are so high quality. Like, all of them are, are so awesome. Can I just, I just really want to read the back of this book real quick. Yeah. Practice till you drop. This is Dead. for, yeah, this is for piano lessons can be murder. When Jerry finds a dusty old piano in the attic of his new house, his parents offer to pay for lessons. At first, taking piano seems like a cool idea. But there's something creepy about Jerry's piano teacher, Dr. Shriek. Something really creepy. Something Jerry can't quite put his finger on. Then Jerry hears the stories. Terrifying stories about the students at Dr. Shriek's music school. Students who went in for a lesson and never came out. (laughs) Reader, beware. You're in for a scare. Goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) What a tonal change, Stein. But isn't that actually kind of scary? Like If you were a kid and reading that, you'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. I would. I did. Um, The werewolf of Fever Swamp. 
But the um, this guy is prolific. Oh, 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 oh it's awesome. Wrote, writes like a madman. Um, but with uh, the Welcome to Camp Nightmare, I read mm. it. I was by my I was by myself, and I had to give it to like the the bus driver. I really wanted to steal it. But I'm like, it's not mine. And I t- and the bus driver was like... Oh, you just found it on a seat? Yeah, I found it on a seat. And I was like, I really, really want this. And I just told the bus driver, if no one picks it up in like in like five days, mm. can you... Can I just have it? And she said, no, you can't You can't do that. What a fuddy-duddy. And, well, but she she was like, but here, here's the deal. Oh, no, stick in the mud. You, you can't have it, but you know what? Make it ten days and I will. Oh. All right. So what... Sh- oh, so- she's principled, I see. you got to <laughs> give it at least a week and a half. So I was waiting every day. I was super excited. I wanted to read the book really bad because uh, it looked so awesome. And this is when I was, like, in, like, first grade. So I was a really tiny little tot. That was before you can, like, reason and say, listen, bus driver, what if you just <laughs> let me read it every day while we're going to and from school? Yeah. And, uh, and I'll leave it with you when I'm going to get off. Yeah. That's what a reasonable, like, adult would say. They would reason with the, you know. Yeah. But the kid's like, oh, shucks. <laughs> I guess that's just how the world is. That's what I, I kind of was. And it, is, it is interesting that kids see it that way. But I was time. like, I could have this book. This book could be mine. So every day I would just count, like, count the days. And all day I would not think about school. I was thinking about, oh, my God, this Goosebumps book could be mine. Whatever this is, <laughs> it could be mine. And, but, like, on the ninth day... The kid finally got his book oh, back. And I remember... That, that's a goosebump story on its own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the ninth day, when I'm just a bag of bones. But the reason was, he was out sick for a while. Ah. So he, now he's riding the bus, and I was like, man, it, that book is really cool. I would talk to him about it. I was like, that book is so awesome. And the guy was like, okay. He was a lot older than me. Um, but... He was, like, kind of nice to me. I remember what he looked like. He had blonde hair. He had really thin, like, glasses. No idea what his name was. Like, because we only, like, were friends for, like, a couple of months. Mm. But... He never learned his name. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot it. Um, We're best buddies. But... Blonde guy. But he was telling me all about Goosebumps because he was reading the series. And he was kind of, like, telling me all about it. And I was like, this is so awesome. And he said, you know what, since you're so cool about about this, I'm going to give you a Goosebumps book for free. And the book he for, gave me... Oh my gosh, for a kid, that's like freaking... Oh, it was the coolest thing ever. It's not just like, oh, thanks, man, I appreciate this $4 book. And the no, night for a kid, of the, it's like, oh, I, I got it, I and, got it. And the Night of the Living Dummy that I have here was the book he gave me. Uh, it's the only one I still have when uh, I was a kid. Uh, which it's I think is awesome. pristine condition. Yeah, I, I made sure I treated this thing like it was a relic. It looks like it hasn't been opened. Oh, oh, I've oh, I've read it. Um, it's insane, dude. There's yeah. not even a freaking. Hold on. Okay, there is one. There is one crease on the spine. Yeah. But other than that, it's freaking pristine. Um, I'm impressed. And that's Please how... don't. Just put him <laughs> in the. Okay. And. And uh, don't put him where he's just looking right at me the whole time. After that happened, I rushed to my mom because I wanted to get more. And he told me, one, they have them at the library, and two, they sell them at a place called like this bookstore, the Bookmobile. Uh, let's say that I was going to give the exact name, but it still exists, and I don't want people to go over there and try to hog us. Right? <laughs> They're going to sit there and wait to find us, <laughs> the most popular podcasters on the internet. I don't know. You can't be too safe these days. Um, and so, like, it was the middle of, like... If someone stalked me and, like, found my house and, like, <laughs> left me, like, a, a present of teeth, I'd be flattered. <laughs> I'd be like, finally, someone cares enough to leave me something. <laughs> it's a little creepy. That's but... right. I have never left you teeth. I'm really sorry. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> I've had, How long have we known each other? Like, four birthdays? <laughs> like, yeah. You never even thought? Never gave you teeth, no. <laughs> That Master Ball pillow looks pretty weak in comparison to a big pile of teeth. That poor Master Ball pillow, by the way. I sleep, <laughs> sleep on it every night, and just the combined like pressure of my head yeah. and oils from my scalp yeah. have just turned it into like a crushed, like completely flattened Master Ball this thick. More like the Master Disc at this point. It really is. It's like a freaking <laughs> Domino's Rising Crust pizza. DiGiorno's, sorry. Rising um, Crust. So after uh, this wonderful guy, super nice guy... Uh, told me about it and like where to get them 
I immediately came home, waited till my mom got home at like 5 o'clock, and I said, Mother, take me to bookstore. I want this book. Please, 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 Mother. And, Did you say the name of the place? Uh, what? Did you say the name of the place? Dang it. <laughs> Don't worry, we have editing. Yeah, I said, please take me to bookstore. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Leave in everything else, though, so that you, they know you messed up. All right. So I was like, please take me there, Mom. And she was so tired. She just came back from work. I could tell how she just did not want to go. But she said, get in the car. <laughs> and she took me to the bookstore. And I was so excited. I was like, there are going to be goosebumps there. And they could be mine, all mine. Buku goosebumps. Buku goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I uh, found goosebumps books, and I brought them home. Now I was kind of upset at the time because these goosebumps books look different than the one I've been looking at. See, what we've, what I have here are the originals that came out in the '90s. Um, the one with like a, a specific kind of look to it and font. The uh, goosebumps. If you like, put your hand over it. It, it makes you feel like you are oh, touching it's goosebumps. Texture. Yeah, it's textured. It's nice. And they're all in uniform. They look super good on a shelf. <clears throat> the ones that I was getting as a kid was the 2003 reprints, which look like garbage uh, to me. <laughs> as like a, an adult, I can appreciate that this specific kid's book looks dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, high standards. <laughs> You're a um, cultured man reading The, two, the 2003 reprints, like, they have like... like a, a different border, a different kind of look to them, mm. and they just weren't as good. But they were available, and that's what I grew up on, so I didn't know any better. If I didn't know better, I would say they look like freaking kids' books. It's like, <laughs> what were they doing? <laughs> you know? Um, but that's why the Night of the Living Dummy I always thought was like uh. the, co- the coolest one, because this is the an original, and I couldn't get those. Uh, they weren't re- readily as available as they, they used to be. Um... And the first book I ever bought, um, the one that like I got the reprint was was the Barking Ghost, and I took this thing everywhere. I kept the Night of the Living Dummy book like on a, like a shelf; it was always displayed. But the Barking Ghost I took everywhere because this was mine. I was the first owner, and I would bring it around. I didn't read it. <laughs> I would just like look through the pages, and I would just like read a little bit because I was a stupid kid. But I would take it to school, and I would just be like... You were how old? In first grade. I could barely read. I don't know what that... I'm homeschooled. How old is that? Uh, young. Like, I I could... seven? I could read basic sentences and stuff, but, like, Goosebumps was for, like, kids who were, like, maybe, like, in fourth or fifth grade. This was a little bit out of my wheelhouse at the time. I actually learned how to read pretty late, I think. I think I learned how to read when I was seven, honestly. Because I was homeschooled, so my mom just taught me when I showed an interest in it, and... I can read really, really good now. Yeah. Yeah. I read a lot, actually. So maybe that's there's something to be said there for teaching your kid when they're ready to, when they're ready. Yeah. Because I was literally, I was literally, exciting. I was literally just like, I want to read what's happening in these games. Like I was mm. playing my games and they were text box and stuff and I, I couldn't tell. Yeah. I didn't know what was happening. So I was like, Mom, I want to learn how to read. She's like, well, let's make it happen then. A year later, uh, I was reading. Even like super complicated words that I'd never seen, like ameliorate and abjugation. Yeah, yeah, and I just and I can do that now. Um, so I kept getting goosebumps like once in a while, and when I did, it was always a big deal. But I I remember the the first book I ever finished and was able to comprehend what I was reading, mm. and that was Piano Lessons Can Be Murder, which has always become kind of like a like I know this is not the, like the best book. But I remembered fully reading the book, and it was when I was in third grade, and my teacher had, like, a loft, a reading loft. And the only Goosebumps book she had up there was this one, and I remember reading it from cover to cover, and I was like, that was awesome! I freaking loved it! Uh, The plot of this one is someone who had to go to piano lessons, um, and uh, the instructor had a weird, like, fetishization of hands. He loved people's hands. He would take people's hands and, like, rub them and stuff, and no one really knew why, but it's because he wanted to cut them off, put, like, robotics in there, and make, like, the hands play by themselves on hundreds of pianos for his, like, weird, like, sick, twisted fantasy. 
So the that's, whole that's bad, but a hand fetish could be worse. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's not bad at all. But the whole cutting it off and robotics and yeah, that's probably no bueno. So he would just like go to do his piano lessons, and like his his instructor would just be just rubbing his hands the whole time and stuff. And that's probably where you know you first realize. First of all, his last name is Shriek. <laughs> Second of all, he keeps rubbing my hands, and I'm nine. Um, so it's creepy enough as is just there, right? Oh uh, man, if I'm so glad R.L. Stein didn't make all of this like based in reality. Yeah, <laughs> because that would have been way scarier. But funnily enough, they all happened to him. <laughs> so when he was nine, nine and a quarter, nine and a half, yeah. nine and three quarters, he was just living these books. His life sucked. <laughs> like golly. Um, lay, uh, but in third grade, that's when I started being able to read Goosebumps books and really enjoy it. And what my parents did which I thought was a great like incentive, um, was, listen, if you get all A's or A-B's on your report card, we are going to buy you a new Goosebumps book every semester. I did not know this, but like Goosebumps books are like three bucks. <laughs> yeah. They're very cheap. Yeah, they're like 40 pages in their paperback. <laughs> but for me, like that was like the coolest thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would work super hard to get more Goosebumps books. Mm-hmm. I should have been more into video games. <laughs> yeah, I know. They last a bit longer than a 40-page book. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it, I mean, it is, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, of books, very much so, and mm-hmm. I really like Japanese culture and stuff like that, as you know. Yeah. I'm a total otaku weeaboo gaijin loser and as much as i try to get you to go to counseling you just refuse so you're still like that yeah until you trap me in a room but i I love light novels so Mm -hmm. uh, that's you know where it actually has a picture every now and again so you can see what the characters look like it really helps with imagination yeah the pictures are sparse there's only five maybe six pictures per book Mm -hmm. uh but it's just enough to really help you imagine that world i enjoy them a lot they're expensive they're like 15 dollars Per freaking light novel, even though they tend to be pretty short, they're only like maybe two hundred pages. Yeah, just because they have that really nice uh, kind of like this, except feel that. Yeah, paper theirs is like glossy, like laminated paper mm-hmm. almost, not laminated, but it has a glossy like. And it's, it. yeah, so it's like water resistant, feels really nice to the touch. It's high quality. All the pages are like really just bright white and uh, well printed and all that. But I'd love to read more of them, but it's just not in the freaking budget. Yeah. I mean, compare that to a Brandon Sanderson book, which is just paperback, seven ninety nine, and has over a thousand pages. Exactly. You really can't compare. Brandon Sanderson is my favorite author, by the way. We'll talk about him. Oh, well, we have uh, episode one and three of this oh, podcast. Right. Yeah. I'll talk about the Mistborn trilogy. How about that? Ooh. First, you have to finish the other trilogy. Right. And you also have to finish the Hobbit speed run. Right. All right. Um, <laughs> um, That's going to be our anniversary episode. You'll see. Maybe Christmas. I'll do it for Christmas. <laughs> you know, freaking Scout's Honor for Christmas. Okay? If we remember. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'm totally freaking lying. <laughs> so, uh, uh, keep moving on. Um, I become from like a wide-eyed, bushy-tailed kid to a... Yeah, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed adult <laughs> that still likes goosebumps. Well, no... I became kind of a really, like, I, I, I was in a very edgy part. I, I, for some reason, I really just hated my childhood when I started growing up. I don't know, I do not know why. Um, and, like, I sold every video game I had. Oh, God. I sold that all is, of my Goosebumps books. That's very edgy. And the only one I kept was Night of Living Dummy, but when I even had that book, I threw it in a closet, and I didn't even think about it. I was just rejecting my childhood, and I was like, I am not a kid anymore. I want to be an adult. And I was like 12. Yeah. Uh, um, and I was like, I'm into wrestling, only wrestling. I mean, wrestling is pretty awesome. I'll give yeah, you that. Oh, yeah, wrestling is cool, but there's no reason I had to do that. But I, I, I was very embarrassed. One of the reasons was, like, a kid... Like, one, I got beat up a lot in school, when I was in elementary school. And I thought people didn't like me because I acted so childish. And uh, I still watched Blue's Clues when I was in, like, fifth grade. And someone, like, made fun of me for that. And then I was like, screw it. Screw it! <laughs> screw it! And, and I was, like, s- just so fed up with people not liking me. And I, and I thought I just had to change everything about who I was. That's sad. Um, that, is, that is one of the reasons 
the main reason that my mom homeschooled me because my brothers, I think my brothers got bullied a little bit, and then she yeah. took them out and started homeschooling them as well. So, and I was the youngest, so she was like, "I'm just homeschooling him from the start." Yeah. So, so they, so they you're, go. You're too popular. I am. Um. Notice how I never get messages because nobody texts me. <laughs> just the way I like it. So, I always looked fondly at Goosebumps. I had like when I got a little bit older. I was I would able to watch the Goosebumps show for some reason my brain was like yeah Goosebumps this, books are for kids this is the, adult the, the the shows that's real this easy visual medium <laughs> that I don't have to work my brain for this this is adult <laughs> I like this but if you go back and like watch the show the show is utter freaking bad, garbage yeah. it's so bad um quite but it's it's funny bad and sometimes i'll watch it but i think the books are actually like the superior things here mm. um just little bite-sized things you can get through in a day and i think it's a lot of fun um fun facts about the goosebumps uh, series uh, each one of these books rl stein wrote a uh, pretty much wrote a book within a uh within like 10 days that's, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, he would just plow through these. And at the very right. least, there would be a new Goosebumps book every month. Um, and uh, they came out, and they were a huge, huge success. Um, the first, like, couple of books, like, didn't really do anything. But after, like, epi- like book, like, 11, it just skyrocketed in popularity. Hmm. Like, R.L. Stein was so famous at the time, he had his own cruise, where you can go on a cruise and watch R.L. Stein write a Goosebumps book on the cruise. <laughs> Isn't that exciting, people? Wow. There was a Goosebumps stage production. What I wouldn't give. <laughs> there, was a, there was a TV show. There was a movie in the works. After the Goosebumps series ended, they did Goosebumps series 2000. They had give yourself goosebumps where it was like a choose your own adventure novel <laughs> um but for me like i've always had a soft spot for the original run because i always think they look so good together mm. and the art by tim um i know his name's tim let me look at his last name because i i can't remember that tim Krexler. Krim, tim 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 Krexler. his name's tim I'll, I'll just call him mr tim so it does feel like i'm not insulting him uh, <laughs> Mr. Tim. Mr. Tim uh, has a wonderful art, art style, as I said before, and they just recently released a book called The Art of Goosebumps. Um, how the book series worked is um, R.L. Stein would come up with a title first. Uh, so, like, with this one, he was like, ha- The Haunted School. He would come up with, a t- like, a whole list of titles, and he was like, The Haunted School, and then he would just try to come up with the whole thing. Off the top of his dome. It's like he's playing freaking Dungeons and Dragons in his writing. Pretty much. Like, I like it. My best friend is invisible. Okay, now I have to come up with a whole thing on Yeah, that see, one. that's a lot easier to do when you got these short stories and stuff. And they're for children. Yeah. So, uh, like Egg Monsters from Mars. Um, I believe this one, if I remember right, this is like based off an Easter egg hunt. And that's how that whole thing plays off. So, kind of cool. He's a likable little egg monster, don't you think? <laughs> he is very funny. <laughs> I like to point at things and make sounds that I think would fit them. So, and then hopefully people laugh. As long as I laugh, though, it's okay. So how many of Goosebumps books have you read, Trenton? Uh, none. None? Okay. I, did, I honestly, ever, like, ever since I got into reading, I was reading adult, <laughs> not like adult novels, not in that way. I mean, like... What are you saying? Literally, I would read like young adult, like uh, science fiction and fantasy, fantasy mainly. What are you saying? I never bought. I never bought kids' books. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh wait, I'm missing one. I think Actually, I there, think it's still in the drawer. There was one book I bought that might be for kids. There, oh, there it is. I was missing a book. Let me see that one. One day at Horrorland. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Enter if you dare. So, um, I actually, for this podcast, I have read a Goosebumps book uh, in preparation. I read One Day at Horrorland. I actually read it at work. Have you read all these? I have read most of them. Uh, let me go through the ones I've read. I've read One Day at Horrorland. I've read Egg Monsters from Mars. Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. The Barking Ghost. Uh, Let's uh, Get Invisible. Say Cheese and Die. The Haunted Mask. Never Haunted Mask 2, because I just watched, the, watched it on TV. Um... I've read My Best Friend's Invisible, The Blob Who 
uh, Ate Everyone, A Shocker on Shock Street, Cuckoo Clock of Doom. I read uh, Go Eat Worms. I I read uh, I read uh, Monster Blood. Uh, I read uh, The you're, Stay you're Out get, of the you're Basement. You're getting aggressive. I read Welcome to Dead House, Night of Living Dummy, Ghost Next Door, and I read a whole bunch of other ones on my local library. Ooh, so I read a lot of these, <laughs> but for this podcast, I reread. One day at Horrorland. I've reread One Day at Horrorland probably twelve times. Who's in my the life. most Who's the most well read author of all know. time? You know what I mean, Doctor Seuss. <sighs> Is he though? I would say so. You think so? I think so. But maybe I mean Stein is probably up there. Before Goosebumps, he had Fear Street was also a huge success. Hmm. Goosebumps is still being pumped out to this day. Um, but I'm not interested in those because they don't have the same art style. Well, I'll tell you who's the most well-read author, actually. Who? The guy that writes the fortunes and the fortune cookies. The Bible. <laughs> that's many different people. <laughs> no. That's, that's the author's name. Oh. The uh, Bible is his name. So let me uh, give you like a small like synopsis of One Day at Horrorland. Okay? Okay. Wait, so, can I read it? What? I have chops for voiceover, I think. Uh, okay. You just tell me the voice and I'll do it. Okay, okay? you okay, you, can just write, uh, you just read the back-of-the-box synopsis. What voice you want me to use? Um, Star Commander. <laughs> the next ride might be their last. Yeah, that's fine. How'd you like that? The Morris family got lost trying to find Zoo Gardens theme park, but that's okay. They found another amusement park instead. It's called Horrorland. In Horrorland. There are no crowds, no lines, and the admission is free. Seems like a pretty cool place. But that was before that heart-stopping ride on the Deadly Doom slide and that terrifying experience in the House of Mirrors. Because there's something weird about the rides in Horrorland. Something a little too creepy. A little too real. Readers beware, you're in for a scare! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so... So, the the plot of uh, One Day at Horrorland is, while getting lost, uh, going to a theme park... They were driving forever in the desert, and they had nowhere else to go. And when they turned around, there's a huge sign that said, Welcome to Horrorland. Since they couldn't find the theme park, they decided to stop in there. As soon as they stepped out of their vehicle, their car exploded. <laughs> um, what the freak? Their car just completely They're exploded. They're like, Woo, That's the bullet there. Let's go in here. So they, were, they went inside. The dad's obviously like concerned. His car just blew up, and they're like, they, they, Classic they, dad. They go to the ticket be. booth. It's a huge goblin creature with a big, gigantic tail. I think I saw this on TV. And he's like, can, oh, can. I didn't watch it, but wasn't there like a really bad, like, like a, a fiery face or something that came, like a fireball that came at him or something? I think so. Yeah, it was really, really bad CG and stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it looks yeah. freaking terrible. And he's like, oh, I need a phone. I need a phone. My car just exploded. They said, no phones. What? No, there's no phones here. Yeah, before cell phones. What uh, a time. That was a great time. <laughs> in my mind, I loved it. And they're like, come on, you don't got anyone? No phones in Horland, sorry. Uh, but for, uh, don't worry, don't worry, uh, we'll uh, fix everything. Uh, you Free admission for you and your entire family to enjoy Horland because of the inconvenience. I actually think I literally got my first phone when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I, you know. And when he got it, it was ringing off the hook, and it hasn't stopped since. Right. <laughs> uh, so we just—I mean, all the kids, I, all my friends were just people in the neighborhood. So I would just—we would just go out and play. They would literally come to the front door and knock if they wanted to. That's just—we did have home phones. We would sometimes call. You had a very leave it to Beaver kind of life. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you—you you lived like an old soul. Yeah, I've always did. said that. He watched the Little Rascals, and he uh, didn't have a phone. I'm just saying, anybody that's not jealous of that upbringing is, they did something wrong. <laughs> They're playing Fortnite. I'm serious. It, no, garbage. <laughs> My upbringing was excellent. <laughs> uh. Um, But uh, they, Mom and Dad split up from the kids. The kids can explore the theme park by themselves. Mm. But every single time they get on any of the attractions, they almost die for some reason. Like, one is the Doom Slide. There's ten slides. It's like a bobsled. And you could pick any of the different, like, one out of the ten slides, but one of them would last a really long time. And they said, if you pick the Doom Slide, you'll last forever. And you can slide forever. And it made me think of that Junji Ito thing the where, freak. like, the hole that's meant for me. Oh, God, don't even sli- bring that junk and, up. And people slide forever. That didn't go forever. Uh, it, and this one, neither did, did, did this one. This one, instead of um, going they through. They went on it? 
They yeah, they went on it because oh, it goes forever. That sounds good. Well, it's a random choice, and one of their friends got lost. Like one picked number ten, the other ones picked like two and three, and the one that went on number ten, they the two kids get to the bottom of the slide. It's like oh, isn't that fun? And they go and they wait for the third friend to get off, and the friend's not there. <laughs> And they're waiting for a very long time, and they're like, did they actually mean that goes on forever? And they're asking the the employees, and the employees look like giant goblins. And they're like, oh, I hope he didn't pick the doom slide. Oh, yeah. You, uh, good luck. Uh, and so what they decided to do is they can't find the kids, so they're like, I guess we're going on the doom slide. Because we need to find them. Our parents are going to kill us if we don't have this kid. Uh, so they went down the Doom, the doom was Slide. Was it their sibling? Uh, it's like their friend, like a, a family friend. Oh, so it's yeah. like mom, dad. Brother, sister, and, and family And then a family friend. friend. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. They go down the Doom Slide. Turns out it's just the it's a, a lot scarier version of the regular slide, and it lasts like 12 minutes, um, which is a very long time, and it's enough to really scare you, but it's like, oh, okay, we're fine. Um, and they're like, I guess we're okay with this. Then they go to the Hall of Mirrors, and they get kind of stuck in the Hall of Mirrors, and the mirrors start to close in on them. Um, oh, uh-huh. And uh, eventually there's like a trap door, and they go down a little slide, and then they're gone. And they're like, that was really close. If like one of the parts of the ride did not work properly, we would have died. Um, and it's like a weird, like, ambivalent thing, where you don't really realize, is it like, is it the theme park that's actually, like, trying to kill them, or is it all in their heads? It's it's very much up in the air, and I think that's uh, kind of like, is this a kid just like using their imagination too much? Well, eventually, at the end of the whole what, thing... Where are their parents? Uh, the parents were looking for a phone. Um, the whole time? The whole time. <laughs> they were they just left their kids unsupervised at this really creepy, dingy park. Wow, um, wow they're great. But at the end, they all meet up with their parents, and they realize when they try to leave... The gates are locked. They padlocked the doors, and there's no you, one out you there. You can get through a padlock. I'll just start boosting kids <laughs> over. Them. But they have no car. Oh, that's true. And they're in the middle of the desert, so they're desert. Yeah, they're in the desert. So, oh. so they're like, oh, what kind of wrong turn did they make? End up <laughs> in the desert. Make uh, it must make a wrong turn at Albuquerque. I haven't seen anything but uh, sand for three hours, but I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Keep Probably why your car overheated. Your retard. <laughs> Driving through the freaking Sahara. But eventually when they, they realize that they walked in, all of the like workers that are in these goblin suits start walking up and they all look very angry. And then uh, when they're like oh, surrounded... Closed? closed? <laughs> Sorry guys, no, we didn't get the memo. <laughs> and when they're surrounded, they said, Congratulations, you were our contestant on the Horror Lamb Game Show. The Hidden Camera Game Show. And they're like, what? Yeah, you were, like, on this like, camera show this whole time. It's the number one show on the Monster Channel. <laughs> and, like, oh, oh, uh, thanks. And you were fantastic. You, uh, it was so funny. When you went down the Doom Slide, you thought your friend was dead? Oh, that was hilarious. When you went down the, when you went down the, uh, the uh, Coffin Cruise and we, we, we put spiders all in the coffin, it was hilarious. It was great. Uh, so... Fantastic! You're amazing. Just go out that door. You'll find the real exit. And you also got a brand new car. Just go in that room. And they're like, "Oh, uh, thanks." And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna be on TV. Oh, this is awesome." They go through the door, and then now they have to go through a gauntlet. And they have the egg. The real exit is like a, uh, and um, is a going to be a door that closes in a minute. So they have to uh, get through this huge gauntlet of huge, disgusting monsters like snakes that are covered in fur. This huge, like, like elephant creature. Uh, and they have to bum rush it. And, like, all these creatures are trying to kill them. And uh, the minute starts, like, all right, let's see if they can actually leave. That Prius is on the other side. We can do it. <laughs> I need that Prius. Yeah. And uh, they are going through the timer. Dad is being beaten. They're, they're like, thrown up in the air and slammed down like an Elden Ring boss. And, oh, yeah, you remember that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then the timer ticks out, and none of them do it. The door closes. And they're like, oh my god, what do we do? And like, hey, you guys actually did really good. We didn't think any of you would survive. You all survived. Fantastic. Um, but uh, you still can't leave. So, there you go. Uh, so, they try to escape. They try to kill them. And there were signs all throughout the park that said no pinching. 
Um, no pinching? No pinching. You couldn't pinch anyone. Um, and the reason... Uh, Are they was, leprechauns? No. Okay. Uh, well, and the re- and what happened was uh, the main character, Lizzie, she's like, oh, man, this whole place is real, right? And uh, she realized that the like the workers were not in costumes. They were actual monsters. And so she's like, if that's real, everything must be real. So she went to uh, like the host, the woman host, and she pinched her really hard, and she deflated like a balloon. <laughs> yeah, quite a pinch on her. Yeah, and and then like uh, all the other people in the family started pinching all the monsters, and they deflate like balloons. <laughs> And they're like, like all of them are like scampering out. Run, run! They know. They figured it out. <laughs> they're pinching. <laughs> then they run and they steal a Horland bus and they drive all the way home. They're lucky they blew up the car because Dad had some scissors in there. <laughs> they really would have been boned then. They drive all the way home and then they realize that one of the monsters were hanging on the back of the bus the whole time. And then they find out this monster was there, and they're all terrified. And the monster's like, hey, you forgot your season passes for next year. And that's how the book ends. (laughs) (laughs) He's risking his life like this Mission Impossible, holding on to this bus. You're taking it! (laughs) Don't forget! What a good worker. This guy deserves a plaque. Yeah. So that was One Day at Horrorland. What'd you think? It sounds like a kid's book, but it's probably pretty fun. It was very fun. It was a very fun little ride. Um, I, wa- I I went online. I saw like a like a tier list of all books, and they said this one was one of the best ones they had. It's very fun. Um, but I think that the best book, and I think a lot of people agree on this one, um, the best book is The Haunted Mask. Are you familiar with The Haunted Mask? Smoking. That one? No, 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 no. The, this Jim Carrey? Book, this book. The Haunted Mask. That's not the mask. Yeah, it's green. So is the mask. You know, this is different. This is different. Oh, this is the Haunted this Mask. This is the I'm Haunted sorry. Mask. Right. Yeah, yes. Um, sorry, so, sorry Stein. I, this book... I Jim Carrey ripped you off. This book is awesome. This is phenomenal. Phenomenal idea for a, a kid's book. Okay, so have you ever heard of anything about the Haunted Mask? No. I, though what I... Uh, assume from it seems like it'd be pretty cool. So a good a good scenario. Then this is this was the premiere of the show, um, and it did a fantastic job. It is a Halloween classic. The 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 special episode of the Haunted Mask. Okay, so this book stars a scary cat named Carly Beth, and like she is like always picked on. Like she has one friend with her. She's a little bit more brave, but Carly Beth is a scary cat, and the neighborhood bullies always make fun of her being so scared they like they feed her like worms in her sandwich when she wasn't looking and she so so they could see her freak out and she was always like tired of being the scary cat so what she decides to do is halloween this year she was going to be as scary as possible um her mom like made her like a duck costume for her to wear and she was scary and she was like she was like freaking out she destroyed the duck costume she was like i'm tired of being this silly goofy play it safe little girl oh come on honey Uh, have you seen a duck's penis and it's (laughs) (laughs) they're real scary and um and her it sucks because her mom like handmade that costume Mm. and she just destroyed it and she ran away grateful little so she took her bike and she found this like old like abandoned mask shop that had like boards actually no i don't think it was abandoned yet it was a mask shop and she okay. was like i want something really scary i want something to freak those boys out who made fun of me and this creepy mask seller he's like the happy mask salesman no no he's 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 scary you know who that is yeah, yeah from uh, majora's mask Heck yeah and he's like we should do an episode on that majora's mask what a great game well we have lots of wonderful scary masks and she's like it doesn't look real enough it doesn't look scary enough uh, what's behind that curtain? I see some school stuff back there. He's like, oh. do not go back that curtain. Do not go back there. That's the 18 section. You're nine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. So he has to help another customer or something. He gets distracted. And Carly Beth, she sneaks over there. And she sees these wonderful, grotesque masks. And she's like, oh, these are really cool. And he's like, enough! Get out of here, Carly Beth! What are you doing? Get out of here! 
And what she does is she steals one of the masks from the back and she books it. And for a coward, she's really good at. <laughs> yeah, she that was really brave of her. Yeah. Uh, so now she has this really cool goblin mask, and it looks terrifying. It looks kind of like that. Um, and it's subjective. Oh well, it's, it's it does look pretty good. It, it's terrifying in the lore, right? Um, so she's wearing this mask, and she goes to Halloween, and she starts scaring people. And there you go, Carly Beth. And she starts scaring people, and like people are actually freaking out. She's making like kids cry and stuff. Yeah, she goes, and everyone books it. Um, and she even was able to freak out her old bullies. And some vindication throughout the night. Like her friend is like, "You're scaring me. Okay, you're you're scaring me. It's time for you to take off the mask." And like she tries to take it off, and she's having like a little bit of a struggle with it. Like, she, she's, like, trying to take it off, and eventually she's able to get it off. And she's like, that's weird. Like, the mask took a while to get off. I don't know why. Because it, it, it slipped on and off, like, pretty easily. Let's put it back time. on and try again. So, but then, like, she gets another opportunity to scare the bully. So she puts, like, the mask back on. And then, like, people are noticing that she's starting to, like, become more of a jerk when the mask is on. Mm. And... She, so like she's like noticing like things about her sound different. Like the mask, like the teeth move more when she talks, and um, like she starts her voice starts to change a little bit, and then uh, she tries to remove the mask, and there's no seam anymore. Oh, the mask shooky. is becoming part of her, and she's changing into what the mask is. That's the happy mask salesman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, like, she's, like, like freaking out. She doesn't want to be like this anymore. And, like, the mask salesman comes to her and is like, I should have warned you. Like, these were, like, lost souls. And You really should have, <laughs> weird Chinese man. And when people, like, it, it, there's some kind of lore where, like, if you leave it, lead, lead a terrible life, you start to become, like, as hideous from the inside out. And the mask person actually had a scar. He was actually becoming a mask himself. And it was his job to try to protect these masks so that no one would be able to turn into these terrible creatures anymore. And, and yet he's so incompetent that a <laughs> nine-year-old girl in overalls um, was able to steal one of these. Thankfully, the love of her mother... I forget how this happened. But the love of her mother was how it happened. Oh, I remembered. Her mom made like a handmade bust of her. And she carried around with her to make... So it was like she was carrying her own severed head. Because she was like, the old Carly Beth is dead. And then she used the bus somehow to bring herself back. Put it and, on her head. And take the mask <laughs> off. Um, she cut off her head and put the bus on the, on the stump. But And then she realized that there was nothing wrong with being how she was in the first place. She was perfectly fine as is. And that was the Haunted Mask 1. They made a sequel... Um, to the haunted mask, I forget it a little bit, but the second mask was an old man mask, and one of the bullies tried to try to get revenge from last year, and he went to the abandoned haunted mask uh, place, and he put on like an old man mask, and he was rapidly aging throughout the night, which is terrifying. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. not that's not fun. Um, so yeah, uh, creepy, creepy stuff. Uh, now. I, I got some time left over, and I thought we could play a little bit of a game. I like games. You like games? I like games. And I game on your phone. I like games. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to hide these Goosebumps books here. Uh, okay. We're going to play a game for you. Goosebumps titles, are they a real Goosebumps book or not? We gotta come up with some way to spice that up. Oh, you want me? To, you want me to get the belt? Uh. Uh. Well, okay, let's well see. there's fire right there. There is fire. I don't want to use fire personally. You got any like super sour candy or something? Nope. I got a shoe. That seems pretty blunt force. Oh gosh, you were gonna break bones with that freaking boat. Okay. Okay, we'll, we'll use I don't belt. want us to become one-trick ponies, but sure. Okay, we'll do it. okay, we got the belt. 
This bell is probably going to hurt less than that braided monstrosity. <laughs> this one's not braided, it's just smooth leather. Okay, so so with this, is you have to uh, choose whether or not the Goosebumps book is real or fake. There's 15 ones over here. Okay, so if you... If you uh, get it wrong, just watch that buckle. Uh, if you get it wrong, you get one to the knee. If uh, if uh, if you get it right, you get one to me to the knee. Okay. okay? So go ahead and put your leg out just like this. All right. So we have the first one right here. Uh, how I got my shrunken head, real or fake? Fake. Come on, Arlstein's better than that. Oh shoot. Oh, it hurts worse. It's real. Oh, That's God. a real one. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse. Shh, I got neighbors. I'm sorry. Gotta be quiet. I'm sorry. Oh God. All right, next one. Attack of the Jack O' Lantern. It's real or fake? Um. Ooh. Uh. Fake. It's Are you real. Kidding? Oh. All right, next one. Say cheese and die is real. Say cheese and die is real. I saw real. it already. All right. Ooh. Oh, shit. Felt like the wind. I didn't hit you hard enough. Next one is I can only see at night. Real or fake? Fake. Yeah, it's fake. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Next one is the drum beats of doom. Real or fake? Fifty <laughs> fifty, sir. I, drum beats of doom. Yeah, real. It's fake. Oh! <laughs> you hit me with the side. Next one is egg monsters for Mars. Real or fake? It's real. <laughs> ooh, ooh. All right. Next one is I'm Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. Fake. That's real, Are man. You it stinks so good. Uh, headless chickens from Texas. Real or fake? Fake. That's fake. Hold on. I gotta hit your meat. Ooh, my meat's been hit. <laughs> I hit your meat. Oh, man. The abominable snowman of Pasadena. Real or fake? Real. <laughs> you yeah. said it was real earlier. Ooh, that was painful. <laughs> uh, the roller coaster of death. Real or fake? Uh, fake. I don't think you can reuse it Dang from the freaking it. amusement park. Ooh. Uh, don't swim in Potter's Lake. Real or fake? Don't swim in Potter's Lake. Real. That's fake. Oh. That didn't hurt that much. Oh, that hurt. All right, there we go. I'm the last person on Earth. I Real think my leg is just vulnerable. <laughs> it's just a vulnerable piece of meat. Uh, I'm the last person on Earth. Real or fake? Fake. Yeah, it's fake. Ow! Oh, that one got better? Yes. Am I just not hitting you right? Uh, maybe. Uh, Ghost Beach. Real or fake? Real. Dang it. Yes. Ow! <laughs> I love this game. Why I'm afraid of bees. Is this a southern thing? Maybe. <laughs> Do uh, people in other places like hurting themselves? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Why I'm it? afraid of bees. It's fake. That's real. Uh. It's about a kid who turns into a bee. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Oh, yeah, it's fun. Stay oh, out so of the fun. basement. Real or fake? Real. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. It's, it's like wasabi, you know? It goes away pretty fast. <laughs> Piano lessons can be murder. Dang it. I should have done this at the I beginning. I we're going to have to raise the intensity, okay? I'm going to slap you a little harder and you get me harder, too. Ah! Oh. Vampire lunch ladies. Real or fake? Uh, oh, shit. You know, when the pain sets in, it becomes harder to think. Uh, uh, fake. Yeah, it's fake. Okay. All right. Buried beneath the school. Real. That's fake. Give it to me. Stinks so good. Ten minutes. Ten minutes of terror. Real or fake? Fake. Yeah, it's fake. Okay. (laughs) You looked at my leg with (laughs) bloodlust. 
right. This doesn't leave as bad marks as the braided one does, though, but it hurts just as bad. My best friend is invisible. Real or fake? Real. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh! The girl who cried monster. Real or fake? Um, fake. No, yeah. I own it. You, that was the creepy guy. Oh! <laughs> Dude, you did... Oh, God! You shattered my leg bone. It came from Dude, if you don't if you hold if you choke up on it like this, it stings. If you do it like this, it's like a blunt weapon, okay? There's like ten pounds of force behind that. It came from beneath the sink, real or fake. What the freak? I don't even remember what's been real and what's fake. Uh uh, uh real. You gotta take a screenshot because this is about to go away. Yes, it's real. Okay. I didn't think you were going to get that one. Oh, my God. My God. Wow, that hurts. Wow, that hurts. I choked back on it. (laughs) Jesus criminy. All right. The hidden secret of the water tower. Uh, Fake. It's fake. (laughs) Do you want me to choke back? You can do it to me. I mean, uh... Uh, <laughs> middle? Let's go middle. Let's go middle. Oh, Jesus! Jesus! Take me out to the haunted ball game. Uh, real. It's fake. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we got three more. Okay! The scarecrow walks at midnight. <laughs> real. It's real. Ah! All right, two more. Mr. Frankenstein science class. Real or fake? Uh, 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 fake. It's fake. Ah! Last one. Last one's Phantom of the Auditorium. It's real. Because you just went through a bunch of them. And that was Goosebumps titles real or fake. My freaking memory's not that bad. I'm trying to remember the one you just showed me. Uh, Alright. Let's see how much time we got left. (laughs) Oh god, 15! (laughs) Alright, cool. Six minutes. Alright. Thank goodness. How much bodily harm can we possibly inflict in six minutes? We should be good. Well, um, I have an interesting story about one of these Goosebumps books. Um, nice and red, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, our whole legs are red. I'm pretty tan already. But. Yeah, you get tan and darker hair. <laughs> you can really see on my pearly white legs. Um, okay, so uh, with Goosebumps, you might notice that I have one that is clearly a library book. Yeah. Um, and I was actually going to start a show uh, called um, The Late Night Book Club a long time ago. Oh, you know, we can still do that. Well, the whole purpose of the Late Night Book Club was um, a... Well, it was originally going to be a sketch show where I reenact kids' books and put them on the big stage. My first one was going to be Animorphs and have a group of people reenact a low-quality version of the Animorphs books. Animorphs is so good. It really is just a fantastic book I spent a lot of money on it, and I eventually uh, had to... I quit my job for it, um, and no one showed up when it was time to record. So oh. it it was a big blunder. But when I told, but when I was doing it, I wanted books to help research this. And I went to my old middle school and I talked to my old librarian and tell her, mm-hmm. and she was over the moon about the idea. She loved it. And those those old librarians, they just want to see kids reading. And. Um, <clears throat> They're what, so, so precious. And what she did, she said, pick one book from this entire library, and you can just have it. And I went through, and I got one of the original Goosebumps books that I read as a kid, which was The Ghost Next Door. And it's the library version, so it's a it's a hardcover. Um, and it's really interesting just seeing this thing that's been manhandled by kids over the years. Like, the first page is all drawn in. Oh, yeah. yeah. You hate to see it. Like, you can see all the tape, tri- like, keeping this whole thing together. It's so, so interesting. Like, this thing has been oh in my, my school gosh. since the 90s. It's... There really is just a ton of tape holding these pages together. It's not doing a great job. Yeah. The pages are sliding all over the place. I feel bad for, like, 
<laughs> for my librarian to deal with all this kind of stuff. But it was really cool, and she was she was super super cool. We had a we had a thing called um, uh, uh, points. Yeah, the AR points. Uh, so when you read a book, you actually had to take a test on the book mm. um, if you wanted to get uh, AR points, and that stands for advanced reading points. Oh. And when you've passed the test, this is how many points the book was worth. So if I passed it, I would have gotten three points uh, to my AR score. If you, the more points you've what, had, what's the AR BL? I don't know. Something level? I'm not 100. percent I'm assuming actually. maybe the difficulty of the book. Maybe the AR uh, book level. That's probably what it means. Yeah, but this would have been uh, three points that I would have gotten to my score. Is that not much? I assume not much. But you can use those points to buy stuff from like a like a store. Heck yeah! And and if you had a lot of points, then you were you were taken out to like a field trip just for the AR readers. That's a great initiative. They oh. don't do that anymore, do they? Oh no, not really. And that I did it for that's great. And I did it for every Goosebumps book they had there. Heck yeah. There was all, and I I also got into like different types of stuff. There was also like I can't remember what the name of this was. I really want to remember. It was some kind of like Creepville or Creep Zone, but it was another like Goosebumps type book of like kids horror, which was also really fun to watch. There was one guy named Clock who was one of the main characters, and the reason he was named Clock was he had, like, four watches on because he had family in different in four different time zones. Ah. So he always wore four watches so he knew when to call them. Mm. Which is very which is very cool. And I, I can't remember what the name of the show was, but I remember it had really, really cool, like, artwork on the, on the top, too. There was another one, like, my gym, my gym teacher is an alien, like, or a whole bunch of, like, kids horror, pretty mm. much. So... That's that's goosebumps. I mean, I could talk about a lot of stuff, like how in school, um, where most people said the person I look up to most was my parents. I wrote R.L. Stein. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Um, for like we had to but make valid. Uh, in um, when I was doing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as a kid, it, we can make up any kind of like candy, and I came up with goose lumps, which were like green little balls of slime that you ate. I was I, I drank the Kool Aid so much on <laughs> Goosebumps here. I probably with the amount of Goosebumps uh, my parents bought, uh, probably uh, bought my uh, my uh, my fan favorite R. L. Stein. Probably gave him a good lunch. Uh, I don't know if he got too much money yeah. on that. Um, but yeah, Goosebumps is uh, still going strong. I, I is he was still writing them. Yes, uh, they have Slappy's World, which is. The, oh jeez! I I really don't care too much about like Goosebumps now. I'm glad that they still make them, but like really, the thing that sold me on Goosebumps was this amazing artwork. Uh, Mr. Tim, fantastic worlds. Like when I, just seeing his art was enough to get me entranced to finish the book. It like it transported me to a, a different place. And if it wasn't for his amazing art style, there's no way I would have ever watched uh, Goosebumps. I wouldn't have read about Goosebumps. Because it's all just so fantastic to look at. Like, stay out of the basement, man. That's that's freaking awesome, man. That's freaking awesome. Also, with uh, Go Eat Worms, just for fun, I did the math problems that were on the... Uh, <laughs> that were oh, on. really? Yeah, I was that. I was like, like, I wonder what the math on the Goosebumps book is. I'm gonna, I want to make sure I get that right. <laughs> 478 divided by 6? Yeah. 76 times 32? Okay. You can do it at home, children. You can do it at home. I don't... See, I don't really remember how to do long, uh, like, division and multiplication, so if I can't do it in my head... I mean, I could probably do it in my head. Look at that. I do all my math in my head. Alright, so uh, yeah, that was Goosebumps, Trent. What'd you think? Were you were you terrified? Were you on the edge of your seat? Are you shaking in your boots? My sphincter still hasn't come back down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hiding up in my ribcage right now. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for making it to the end of the podcast. It uh, is roosting in my chest cavity like a bat roosting in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> like a bat in a cave. Man, I'm so scared I prolapsed. <laughs> <laughs> my my intestines trying to escape. Just trying to get out. Get me out of here. Let me go. 
it um, says as it wiggles around. Let me go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, oh, uh, that's been goosebumps. Uh, good, good series, good series. I'm actually, I ordered two more books uh, uh, after doing my research on this episode, so I'm adding to the horde, and I'm gonna try to get the um, all the original book series uh, because I'm going through a midlife crisis at the age of 25. So awesome for me. <laughs> Is that your midlife crisis? You're in trouble, my friend. <laughs> that's right. Um, I'm I'm aiming for fifty, uh, so I'm having it now. <laughs> right, I'm speed running fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you um, well if you need me, uh, I I've been Garrett. If you want to reach me, I will be living in your basement. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> if you want to find me, I'll be chasing my sphincter down the roadway. <laughs> I will catch him. Really, I will punish him. It really sucks that this happened while you were driving. So you have a good way to walk. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. That's actually scarier than any Goosebumps book. It Jesus. just wiggled right out my window. <laughs> People were like, eyes litter. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not litter, my it friend. It said, reader, beware. You knew what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you again. I will catch him. If, if anyone wants to uh, follow us on Twitter, our uh, Twitter is Pod on Twitter. You could also send us an email at I'll give you an hour at gmail.com. Send us your favorite Goosebumps book uh, and uh, tell us what you thought about it. And if you had a Goosebumps book, what would your Goosebumps book be about? Uh, this is now turning into a Goosebumps podcast, and you will be able to uh, look at all of our synopsis on the Cuckoo Clock of Doom, uh, Welcome to Dead House, Monster Blood, Stay Out of the Basement, um, uh, The Haunted Mask, Go Eat Worms, The... Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. These are all episodes. Okay. These are all, all right. episodes. Yeah, we uh, we, the Girl yeah. Cried Monster, The Werewolf Fever Swamp, okay, buddy. The Auditorium, The Legend of the Lost Legend. Uh, y'all, y'all, like y'all feel free to leave. Uh, 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 the Headless Ghost.